Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net. Uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. College basketball, heat check. We are back for season two. Got a special exclusive interview for one of the hottest programs and coaches in the country, uh, FIU. We had Coach Jeremy Ballard, comes from the Shaka Smart Tree. We'll let Eli talk a little bit about this program, and then we'll bring Coach in. Yeah, it's been a good start for FIU. Uh, eight and two, they had two really close losses. Could could very easily be 10-0 and 0 at this point. It's a testament to what Coach Ballard and his program have accomplished this season in the bounce back year. And it's a wide open conference USA this season. So it, this thing could go a variety of different ways. So FAU could definitely be one of the factors in this league. And, and we're pleased to have Coach Ballard join us this morning. Yes, we are. Coach, good morning. How you doing? Morning, fellas. Appreciate you having me on, Eli and Brian. This is truly an honor. Um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Grateful for everything that you, you all do for our college game. Um, it, it's really remarkable and, and all of the coaches and players uh, really appreciate it across the nation. So, you know, having the opportunity to be on here, man, uh, it, it's really a pleasure and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we appreciate it greatly, Ben. Appreciate the support. Appreciate the kind words. I got to coach against you firsthand. I don't even know if you remember that. I was at UTEP. Uh, I think that was your first year. Or was that your was that your first year? My, my first year, and luckily you're not there anymore because we, we didn't win. We didn't win when we played you, so we, we we weren't able we weren't able to ever get a win over UTEP until you left. So um, that. you maybe, know that that, that, that was the key, that maybe, was the key to our success. Maybe that means there's something good. So we're glad to have you on today, Coach, and uh, just so much respect for the job you've done there. I think it's kind of flown under the radar a lot. Uh, the 20 win seasons, the success. Uh, last year is an asterisk year for everybody. Either it was great or it was terrible because of the COVID and all the different changes. Uh, the part I want to salute you to start the show is just the bounce back. I think that says a lot about the leadership, the character, the 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 vision, and the execution by you as a leader, the head coach, as the head coach, to have I believe the best starting program history. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Best starting program history. Um, have done it after having a challenging year last year with COVID, which a lot of people did. And 
just want to ask you about what has that ride been like for you? And then secondly, there's a part I want to add in there. At the at one of your press conferences recently, you had the entire staff up there, which I thought was a powerful moment that you didn't just have it just me. I'm answering questions and you made not only a point to say this is all of us, but you also gave those guys opportunity to answer questions, which I thought was really dope. It doesn't happen very often. Salute to you on that. So I know I threw a lot at you, but feel free to jump in on any of those. Yeah, well, I'll take the last part first. Um, you know, uh, I honestly feel somewhat guilty even being here by myself. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my staff. And those guys are incredible. Um, you know, they, they say, you know, you need to hire people that are smarter and better than you. And let me tell you, they are smarter and better than me in every facet of life. Um, so they, they really carry me and they really carry our program. Um, they're, they're the backbone of our program. And, um, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough, you know, I, I'm deemed as the head coach of FIU, but, you know, I, I have five guys on my staff that are all head coaches and, and all will be far greater head coaches than I could ever be. So uh, I'm just, you know, incredibly grateful to them. Um, you know, not, not only are they unbelievable coaches, but um, they're friends and brothers to me. So um, anytime I can do that, I, I feel like in this, in this business, the, the assistant coaches can get lost in the shuffle and, and their importance can never be overstated. And in fact, it's almost always understated. So um, just grateful to have them. And, you know, as it pertains to the first part of your question, um, we, we would not have had any of the success as it wasn't if it wasn't for them and, and, and you know, how vital they are to our program and culture building. Yeah. And, you know, but before we got to FIU and, and the 18 seasons prior to us being here, um, 17 of them were losing seasons. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, they, they, you know, there was not, um, they just weren't accustomed to winning here. So, you know, we, we really came in here with a vision in mind. Um, and, and the, the most credit goes to the players, obviously, um, you know, they, they bought into the vision that we had of, of how we wanted to do things. Um, I, I think they were hungry to do things differently. They were hungry to win. And, uh, you know, we, we, we've been able to do that, um, you know, at a decent level so far. And, and um, you know, as you said, last year was a hard year for, for everyone. So, you know, no one's trying to hear FIU sob story on, on their uh, COVID year, but it, it was certainly a rough year. Uh, we were decimated by, by injuries and, and by the coronavirus. Uh, but we learned a lot from that year. We learned a lot about our personnel. We learned a lot about our culture. We learned a lot about what we needed to do to be successful, learned a lot about what we needed to get back to to be successful. We learned a lot about what we needed to change to be successful. Um, and, you know, we, we brought in eight new players. And, and one of the things, you know, from our very first meeting this summer, you know, we, we said that we're going to we're going to do things this year that FIU has never done before. Um, it, you know, if we can commit to each other, if we're willing to sacrifice, if, if we're willing to be connected and we've done that, you know, we, we went three and zero in MTE the first time FIU's ever done that um, best start in school history. Uh, but make no mistake about it. What, what's important to us is having the best um, ending in, in school history. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I want to take a step back real quick to your tree. Uh, you work for Coach Smart. Did you guys have a thing during the pandemic where both you guys were growing out your hair, or was it? You know what's hilarious is I got that all the time, especially from you know referees that obviously know me from being on Coach Smart staff, and yeah. they'd be like, well, you know what, what you and Coach Smart uh, make a pact to, to grow your hair together, and uh, obviously he's 
infinitely more well known than I am, and also infinitely more well known for having a short haircut. So um, <laughs> we, we both grew it out. Um, he's had a lot more success uh, with, with his long hair. He looks better with his long hair than I do too. But um, yeah, it's 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 been a, been a pandemic thing, and you know, it's not something that I planned on sticking to. Is literally just like, hey, I wasn't trying to get in a barber chair with this virus raging. Right. Um, and I, you know, I always said hey, until I get. Uh, I'm not getting an haircut until I get vaccinated. And, you know, now two vaccination shots and a booster shot later, I'm still haven't gotten my haircut. So um, I, I'm enjoying avoiding the barber chair for now. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun thing. I think it almost shows like a part for your team. Like, I don't know, just a part where like, all right, coach, we see you. We, we see you not having to like be all the way, like let, let another side of you out, I guess I would say. I think that players probably appreciate that. Well, it, it, it means absolutely nothing, but but I think last year I might have been the first Division One coach in history to uh, coach in braids. So you know that, that that's something too. Uh, yeah, and, like that. like and, and and we're undefeated when I coached in braids. So I probably need to go back to it <laughs> for the culture. I love it. I'm gonna let Eli get a few, and I'm I'll come back in a little bit. Yeah, coach, you mentioned the the losing season before you stepped on campus as FAU's head coach, and you talked about building the staff and obviously one of those assistants is Joey Rodriguez who um, you I mean, you know him dating back to your days at VCU and him going immediately from being an impactful player to now in, in a coaching staff and, and working alongside you. Uh, I guess like how does this all come together to take over a program that had I guess call it what is like a lack of success before you stepped on and you immediately came in with your staff and won 20 games and and now things are starting to take off. What what were some of the pillars and things that you wanted to establish when you took over the program, and, and how has all that come to be uh, so far for you? Well, all of our uh, assistant coaches, um, Jesse Bob, Joey Rodriguez, uh, Xavier Anderson, uh, we all worked at VCU together. Uh, you know, Joey was obviously one of the greatest players in, in VCU history and led them to the remarkable Final Four in, in 2011. Um, but he coached there as well. And, and I coached at VCU with all of those guys. So, you know, uh, VCU has been incredibly impactful on how we do things here at, at FIU. Um, you know, certainly there's a lot of things we brought uh, schematic wise, um, a lot of things we brought uh, culturally to, to FIU. And, um, you know, so, so we, of course, you know, in, in any program that's, you know, not a power five program and shoot many power five programs would want to try to emulate the success that VCU has had. And, um, you know, so to bring guys like that, uh, Coach Bob, Coach Rodriguez, Coach Anderson, who really understand what goes into winning at a high level um, has been instrumental to, to our success here. And uh, one of those guys that's been extremely impactful for your team this season is Denver Jones, and he's really come on as a freshman and, and didn't have many high major looks and has already proven to be an extremely high-level player. I'd love to know a little bit more about him, what he brings to this team, and what recruiting him and bringing him to FIU looked like. Yeah, well, you know, Denver Jones is really the the prototype of a young man that, that you'd want to recruit to any program. Uh, he comes from a great family. Um, he has high character. Um, he, he has an, a, an incredibly high work ethic. Um, he's very coachable. He's tough. Um, he's got great feel. He's got great skill. And, and so, you know, from day one, he has come here. He has been serious about the game, serious about getting better, and serious about helping FIU be 
um, a, a successful team. And, you know, he, he um, comes off the bench for us, but, you know, he is, for all intents and purposes, a starter. He plays starter minutes, um, certainly has starter usage. And, and, and so we're, we're very proud of him. And he's just getting started. He just had was recognized as Conference USA uh, Newcomer of the Week this past week, and, and we're incredibly proud of that. But um, the, the best is yet to come for him. One of the main, at least, statistical differences in last year's team to this year's team is on the defensive side. And last year's team ranked 304th in defensive efficiency. This year's team is all the way up to 162nd, which would be your best mark as FIU's head coach and, and as a staff, obviously. Uh, has, has there been schematic changes? Has there been more buy-in? Has, what, how, do you, how do you jump 150 spots nationally in, in adjusted defensive efficiency over the course of a season? What, what goes into that and what have you seen out of your team in that regard? Well, again, you know, last year was was such a, a powerful year in so many ways. Um, you know, it was really an eye-opening experience, you know, made us analyze things that we were doing. You know, stuff not having a, a, a summer with, with your team um, and, and really having to put things in on the fly as you go with people going going in and out of quarantine. And, and you know, so we just, you know, we just studied what, what, what we've done, who we are, um, our personnel, what we thought would be best. Um, you know, we, we've been known for, uh, you know, the, the three years prior to, to this season, you know, being a, a pressure team. You know, we, we've uh, in my first year, I believe we, we led the nation in tempo. We played the fastest tempo in the country. Uh, we've led the nation in steals. We led the nation in, in turnovers forced. We led the nation in, in uh, turnover margin. We led the nation in blocks. So we've really gone about trying to be a disruptive team and everything that we did. And um, this this offseason, we've really put a heavy emphasis on our execution in the half court, both defensively and offensively. And we spent a lot of time, um, you know, with uh, our defensive positioning. Um, you know, we've been a, we've switched more than any team in the country um, in, in the three years prior to this, our first two years to a lot of success last year, obviously not. And, and so we, you know, with some of the personnel we brought in, we, we, we start to, experienced big guys, uh, Seth Pinkney, who's seven foot one, a transfer from Quinnipiac and Cleavon Brown, who's about six foot nine, six, uh, you know, fifth year guy from a grad transfer from Vanderbilt. And, and so with that size and with their experience, uh, you, you know, we switched our primary ball screen coverage to, to icing. And, um, you know, that, that's allowed us to keep size on size a little bit better. Um, and, and, and it's a credit to, to our young men that they've just been committed on the defensive end. And I, I think our, our effective field goal percentage defense is top 50 in the country. Our three point, uh, field goal defense is like top 25 in the country. And, 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 and it's something that, that we certainly take pride in and it, it goes to their competitive nature. I mean, you come to one of our practices, you see these guys get after it and, um, you know, they, they take no prisoners. And and and, it, and they set the tone each and every day in practice. And defense travels, you know. And and, and you know, we, we want to be a great defensive team. And and we really wanted to be able to get stops, um, you know, other than just forcing turnovers in the backcourt. And you know, so we really haven't pressed. We still press. We haven't trapped nearly as much. Um, but but we've certainly tried to sit down on the half court and, and string together stops. Coach, talk a little bit about adjusting as a head coach, right? Like. People from the outside, and I've obviously sat in a coaching seat as an assistant in Division One at a high level, but haven't sat in that first seat. And sometimes people that are fans or followers of the game or even other coaches that are assistants think, like, it's easier to sit in that seat. So, first of all, we know it's not easy. But talk about, like, your ability to be able to adjust 
um, to a different style of maybe how you guard ball screens or how you're doing things uh, as far as not trying to get maybe as much emphasis on turnovers in the backcourt? And what is that process like for you as a head coach? We know you have a great staff. I'm sure they're probably involved. What is that like? Because I'm sure there's a part of you that's like, well, I don't want to fail at doing this. And we know this works. But I'm sure there's a part of you, too, that's got to get out of your comfort zone and go to a next step if you want to. So talk about that if you don't mind. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'll take if you don't if you don't mind, I'll take a long route in answering that question. You know, I I, I think in taking any job, um, you know, before you take that job, you have to see the path forward for success with that job. And despite the fact that 17 of the previous 18 seasons had been losing seasons here at FIU, I saw a path forward here. And I thought that path forward early on was for us to be as different and as unique as possible. So we wanted to we wanted to make the game attract me. We want to play as fast as we could offensively. We want to be as disruptive as we could defensively. We pressed on every possession. We trapped on every possession. We switched every screen on and off the ball. And so, you know, for, for excuse my friends, we were a pain in the butt to, to go against. And, you know, that, that helped us get 20 wins. It helped us have the best conference USA uh, finish uh, FIU had ever had. It helped us have FIU's first postseason win in school history. Our second year, we had an even better team, and we were more solid. Uh, we, we still employed the same aggressive pressing and trapping scheme. We still employed the same switching both on and off the ball scheme, um, and, and that was the best team we had. And then last year, we you know, we didn't have the same personnel. Um, you know, I, I, we didn't have the same – consistency and approach. And, you know, so you, you mentioned it and the answer was in your question, Brian, uh, you know, it's, it's a credit to our staff, you know, that we were able to all sit together and, and think about what's best for us. Um, we're all basketball junkies. I mean, we watch, you know, and it's one thing about me, I am always watching ball. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I, I, you know, I have a lot of great friends in the business. I watch all of their games. Um, I, I watch uh, yearly games, I watch G League games. Um, I watch women's uh, college basketball games. So we're always we're always constantly trying to learn and, and pick up things. Um, and, and so we just really want to analyze what's best for us. What's going to give us the best chance for success? Um, what's worked for us in the past? What, what do we feel is going to work for us in the future? So you know, I, I'm not a I'm not afraid to change, and nor is my staff. My, my staff isn't afraid to um, you know give me their opinion. Um, and, and, you know, that they know that I'm convicted in, in, in my opinions and beliefs. I think very hard about the things that we do. So so they do as well. And, and they come with me with, with their convictions and and we hash things out. And and so we're certainly not afraid to change. And, and you know, one, one thing that's been great is we've had a lot of staff continuity. So, um, you know, four of my assistant coaches have been here from the beginning. You know, I talked about uh, Joey Rodriguez. Um, Jesse Bob and Xavier Anderson, but Michael Leva, um, our director of operations, is a warrior. Um, he was here for two previous staffs. Um, so, you know, he brings so much stability, a calming influence. He gives me he gives me his opinions in his own way that, that I that I dearly trust. And, you know, then we hired Colin Campbell, who was a GA for us last year um, as a video coordinator. So, you know, we, we, we've had great staff continuity. Um, David Kaysan, who was my big brother in this business and, you know, is past due to be a head coach is now now a coach at Oklahoma State. And he was here with us for the first three years. So that staff continuity allowed us to be super connected, build trust with each other to really understand the program, really understand the conference and, and be able to make decision, you know, some drastic changes in decisions that, that, that we thought that we thought might be better for us uh, to, to be successful moving forward. 
yeah, super invested, which is super, which is obviously really important too. You know what I mean? Everybody's invested in winning there, not invested in getting the next opportunity, which does happen. It's a part of this business. Um, right. I'm gonna ask you a funny story at the end, but I'm sure Eli's got a couple more good ones for you, or one more good one for you. So I'm gonna let him go first. Yeah, I I see uh, photos of you with your son and and being a father and what that's all like and. And we always love to to talk to coaches. A lot of them are our fathers, and just what is it like uh, experiencing fatherhood while being a head coach and, and traveling, and, and and what's that bond like, and how do you make how do you make this all work? Yeah, well, my son is everything, and I, I really appreciate you asking about him, Eli. Um, my, my son, will, everyone calls him Bam Bam, so that probably uh, tells you everything you need to know about him. And and he is uh, as big a character as you will find. And, and something that gets me emotional every time I think about it and talk about it is the young man that I have in my program, um, the way that they embrace my son whenever he's around. Um, you know, I, I live in South Florida. Um, you know, Disney may be king all over the place, but it is certainly the king in Florida. I have not taken my son to Disney World yet because when I bring him to the gym, it's like Disney World for him. And my players make him feel like he's the king of the world. My staff does. Um, I, I, I mean, Bam Bam's, you know, he's riding around practice in his bike. He's riding around practice on his hoverboard. Um, you know, he's dribbling around. You know, he's he's chasing people are shooting jump shots. He's he's not letting the shooter land. You know, he's giving four point plays up there in practice. So, um you know, it, it, it's great to me to, to, to have him around. And, and what's awesome and why it's so important to me that we bring high quality young men into our program is because he instantly looks up to these guys and, and he wants to emulate them. And, and you know, the, uh, the, the, the players in my program are like sons to me. I love them with every fiber of my being. And, um, you know, so for my son to get to be around them um it, it's great um coach rodriguez has four kids three three daughters and a son they all look up to our players coach bob has a son um who, who is a basketball freak already at two years old who looks up to all of our guys he's got another one on the way so you know it, it, it's really important and and, and we want to have a family atmosphere and you know i, I think anyone that spends any time uh, you know a, a day with our program that they feel that family bond that we have and and one more before I toss it back to to Brian. And what would you say is is the best part about coaching at FIU? I'm a, I'm gonna add one part to it too, Coach. The best part, and what's what's something that you would want people to know? I mean, you talked about it a lot on this this interview. Seventeen of eighteen seasons weren't even winning, so people don't even probably think FIU is even Division One half the time. That don't really know. So, what would you want people to know? And then and then also Eli's question. Yeah, well, uh, you know, first of all, I mean, uh, FIU is in Miami, Florida, um, you know, and, and if, if you haven't spent any time in, in Miami, um, you know, all the great things they say about it are true and more. Um, you know, it, it is a phenomenal place to live. Um, you know, it, it, for me, these next three or four months are the best time to, to live there. It's, you know, highs in the high 70s, lows in the high 60s, low 70s. It's sunshine every day. Um, my, my first year, we played on December the 21st. It was a doubleheader with our women's team. We couldn't do a shoot around on the court because they were playing. We did our shoot around outside on an outdoor court <laughs> on December on December the 21st. Yeah, um, so yeah. you literally can't beat the weather there. Um, if you don't have a passport and you want to leave to go to another country, come to Miami. Um, it's got every culture that, that, that there is. 
Um, so it, it, it's truly a beautiful place. Um, and, and FIU, Florida International, the university is a university that's on the rise. I believe it's the sixth largest uh, school in the country. So I know very few people know that. Um, it, it's a beautiful campus. Um, you know, our, our president, President Rosenberg, has done an unbelievable job of, of growing this place. And we've really tried to match the energy of the university. And, and, and be aggressive and 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 growing our culture, aggressive and growing our brand, um, you know, and, and trying to be successful on the on the highest of levels. So it's an unbelievable place to live. It's an unbelievable place to work. Um, so, yeah, well said, well said. All right, we got to end with one funny story, coach. It can be a father story. It can be in the program. It can be early in your career. Uh, it can be a haircut story. Whatever you got for us. Anything that you that, that that's a funny story. We like to end with a with a lighter note and show a different side of the coach. So whatever you got for us. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that, that's a loaded question because yeah, let me tell you because um my entire program um what we, we have you know we, we really have tried to build the character up uh, but make no mistake about it our, our entire program from coaching staff on down is full of characters. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we, we have a we have a great time, um, you know, with each other. We we work hard, um, you know, but, but, but we play hard as well. And, and you know, we, we do a lot of great, great things together, fun things together. Um, you know, we, we do paintball. Uh, you know, we go to Dave and Buster's. Um, you know, we, we, we play kickball, you know, we, 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 do, we do all those types of things. But, um, you know, I, I, I guess uh, along those lines, one thing that's, you know, kind of funny that we've had to adjust some of those, um, you know, some, some of those uh, auxiliary things that we've done. Because last year we, we did a um, we, we kind of did a, a competition day. We did we did dodgeball and uh, wiffle ball. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we did we did dodgeball. My my starting big man last year, Damon Kerrigan, who's now at West Virginia and doing well, um, you know, went to dodge a ball and catch a ball at the same time, slipped, pulled a groin muscle. I'm like, oh, my goodness, had to, had, had to, had to stop the dodgeball game. So then we move on to wiffle ball, um, you know, and it's, it, you know, it's the bottom of the ninth of, the, of wiffle ball. And, you know, it's the coaches versus the players. Um, you know, we, we, we get the game winning hit. Everyone's going crazy. Bats on the ground. One of my guards slips on the wiffle ball bat and then sprains his ankle. So I said, "Man, you know, no, no, no good deed goes unpunished wow. um, in, in the world of college basketball." So, um, you know, we, we, we've been a little bit more careful in some of the things that, that we do to um, have fun with our team. But you know, if man, if someone wanted to have an all-access reality um, TV show with our with our program, they they would be. Um, you know, constantly entertained um, because, you know, we, we, we got a well, we have great character, but we have a great group of characters as well. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate you asking that. Yeah, I love it, Coach. We appreciate you taking the time, Coach. Congrats uh, tremendously on your success there. We know there's more to come. Uh, you got a game today. And you took time out. We appreciate that. So best of luck the rest of the way. We'll definitely stay in touch and you're welcome here anytime. Uh, we don't always target head coaches on here. We try to give assistant coaches that love, kind of like you said, but uh, we wanted to specifically make sure we got you on today, and we appreciate you taking the time, man. It means a lot. Again, I couldn't be any more grateful to, to be here that y'all thought of me to, to have me here. 
Um, and, and what you do for the game, what you do for the coaches is truly remarkable. So, you know, my, my, my salute to the heat check, my salute to you, Eli, uh, salute to you, Brian, you know, just have an immense amount of respect for everything that you do. And, and I couldn't thank you enough for having me on. Yeah. Thank you, coach. Means a lot. Keep going, man. Okay. Thank you all so thank much. You. Appreciate it. All right. As always, great. Another great guest. Cool to be able to have a head coach. We don't have many head coaches on. Uh, we don't even ask many head coaches to come on, but I felt uh, pretty compelled that that was one we needed to have on as fast as we could. Anybody that listened to the interview, you can see why uh, Coach is special at what he does. So I'll let Eli break it down, and then we'll uh, close the show. Yeah, it's it's fun having Coach Ballard on, and just the way that he has re-energized the FIU program after several challenging years, and they've had great coaches roll through, and, and not all these coaches have had – the, the amount of success that he's had and to lead the best start in program history. They gave Georgia all they could handle uh, opening night of the season. And uh, it's a, it's a team that's going to fly under the radar. As you said, I think those who don't know FIU and the, the stat that Coach Ballard dropped us is one of the 10 largest universities in the country. I don't think many people would, would realize that either, but He's doing his thing. He's got a great staff uh, growing up watching Joey Rodriguez at VCU and now seeing that he's having success as, as an assistant, Jesse Bob. It's a, it's an excellent coaching staff. So I'm glad he gave, he gave, uh, gave and continues to give respect words to um, because he, he makes it sound like it's a, it's a team and family mentality. It's not just him. It's a group of coaches and players and uh, assistants who are all making this work in, it's a credit to him in adapting. If you just look at the stats of what FIU has done over the years, they play a variety of different styles to to go in year one, play the fastest tempo in the country, to now slow things down, be more methodical, and and use what they have in terms of talent and skill. Uh, it's not a lot of young coaches are able to adapt and, and make changes and lean on their assistance, but it's it's definitely a credit to what Coach Ballard has done and, and will continue to do with the Panthers. Yeah, absolutely, and I think – you know, again, from being in the lines and, and now being on this side of the lines, uh, it's rare that you find a coach with that kind of gratitude and inclusiveness to his entire staff. Uh, I think sometimes it's a it's a great interview thing to say and it's a great thing to throw out there. But uh, I think it's pretty obvious that coach lives it. If you follow his timeline, the, the, the program's timeline or just even how he carries himself consistently. Uh, I think that's just who he is, and I, I give credit to him for that because that's a rare thing in leadership period, but especially a rare thing in college basketball. Uh, and then I just think, you know, Coach is having fun, man. He's he's not uh, taking himself too seriously, but he's about business, you know, and I think that it, it, it rubs off on the players in a sense of, I mean, even for him to give a guy who left the program, which a lot of guys have hard times acknowledging somebody who left the program is at a, maybe a Power 5 school and is having success. Uh, there's a lot of little things you can pick up from coach's character of who he is and how he leads and what he's about. So we're, we're hyped to have him on. I'm, I'm so excited that uh, you said it best. I mean, Conference USA is wide open. Uh, I think they'll definitely uh, compete at the top of the league as they're playing because they're only going to gain more momentum. Uh, and then as the Conference USA shifts and some of these schools are going AAC, I think you look for FIU to be able to make maybe even another jump. Uh, and what they're doing. So excited for Coach. So cool of him to come on and take time on a game day. Can't say enough about that. And, uh, yeah, just hopefully those that don't know much about the program, now you do, and you'll follow more and uh, send Coach even more players. Not that he needs them now, but next year he'll need some more, and the next year, the next year. So keep sending them players, too, so he can keep winning. 
Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.